This is the Commercial Property Cashflow Blueprint Podcast. Big Cashflow Property Secrets from retired Byron Bay surfing fanatic and commercial property expert, James Dawson. Hi everyone, it's James Dawson here from commercialrealestateinvesting.com.au and in today's little podcast, I'm going to look at ways of how you can improve the value of commercial property. Before I launch into some tips about how to improve the value of commercial property, let's just run through some basics of commercial property investing. What I'm finding at the moment is that people actually find it very, very hard to invest in residential property given that the market is quite heated at the moment, particularly in Sydney, with prices up, say, 16 or 18% in the last 12 months. And it's making it very, very hard to buy a good investment property that's going to show anywhere near a positive or even a neutral cash flow return. Partly the reason for this is that people investing in residential property are driven by the fact that they feel like they're going to miss out and also basing their purchases on an emotional point of view. So they're looking at apartments and houses and thinking, wow, this is a great looking apartment. Perhaps I might like to live here one day or it's got a great view, a great kitchen and not really focusing on the numbers. Commercial property investing, on the other hand, is all about the fundamentals and all about the numbers. And really, you should have ice water in your veins when you're looking at a commercial property investment and not have any emotion and not make any decision based on any sort of emotional point of view. When you're looking for a good commercial property investment, you do need to be patient and leave emotion out of it and focus on the numbers, but also look for upsides. In my commercial property blueprint system, I really focus on looking for upsides in properties so that you can really boost your equity growth quite quickly, sometimes getting up to 10 years equity growth, perhaps in a couple of years, if you buy the property correctly in the first place. Currently also in the financing market for properties, you'll find that the gap between residential property loans and commercial property loans has certainly closed up with interest rates available of around five to say five and a half percent interest only for commercial property loans and also finance companies and banks financing up to 80% of the value of a commercial property. That's generally for properties under a million dollars. So you can Google that and check that out for yourself online. So that's making it easier for the average investor to perhaps move from residential into commercial property style investments. My particular niche is actually buying commercial slash residential style properties. So that might be a shop underneath with a residential or a couple of residential apartments above. Before I discuss some tips to increase the value of commercial property, let me just say that the premise of commercial property is that the value is pretty much related to the rental income that that property derives. So in a nutshell, if you're able to increase the rent of the property, you can pretty much guarantee that you're going to increase the value of the property as well. This is why you should really focus solely on the numbers of commercial property. So when you're looking at commercial property, you really need to know the numbers for the surrounding properties as well. So you can compare apples with apples and say compare the current rents of that local market to see whether the property you're looking at is paying the correct rent not too high, not too low. My first tip is buy very well. So what I mean by that is try and buy a property 
that is a better than average price for that location. One of the best ways to gauge whether you're going to buy a property at a better than average price is by looking at the net return when you're doing the numbers on that property. So let's say an agent tells you there's a shop that's available in a normal strip suburban shopping center and he's telling you that you're able to obtain say a 6% net return for that shop based on what the other properties have sold for in the last 12 months. I would be aiming to buy that at a higher net return than the average. So I might be aiming to buy that shop at a 7.5% net return rather than the 6% net return average. That's going to put you in front of everyone else and actually give you a bit more of a buffer as well in your positive cash flow. Of course, one of the benefits of commercial property is that you can negotiate with ice water in your veins because you're basing everything on the numbers. So that's a whole another subject of another podcast, negotiating hard. But I just thought I'd put that out there initially is that that's the ultimate goal is to buy better than anyone else has done so that you give yourself a little bit of a head start with regard to boosting your equity down the track. Some of the next tips I'm going to run through are in no particular order of importance or ease of doing, just some tips that I've noted down for the uh, podcast. The next tip is reconfigure space. Quite often you can look at a property and work out that some of the space is badly used. Uh, Let's take a small example of a shop that uh, has say retail at the front and also has a backyard space with a couple of car spaces, something like that. You may be able to reconfigure those car spaces to squeeze another couple of cars in and then rent those out separately to uh, the tenant that's in there at the moment and gain an extra 50 to $100 a week rent. That can be a great way of just looking at boosting the total rental income. Also, in that same method, if you're looking at a large space that's actually too large for one tenant, it may be able to be divided into two spaces and the total overall rent could be a lot more than the single space. Of course, that's more applicable to buy a vacant property at the start. You may also be able to increase the square meterage of the space. Sometimes, particularly in older suburban shops and sometimes offices, I see wasted space and a little bit of reconfiguring could increase the floor space by 5 or 10 square metres, something like that, and that is going to result in extra rent down the track. Sometimes you need to do this between tenants, but it's something you can look to be doing in the future perhaps, and therefore you know that you've got some built-in equity gain in that property, even though it might take you a year or so to get to that position. Another tip is that if you're between tenants, you can perhaps give the property an outside facelift by uh, painting or even naming the building can be a great way to give that property a bit of a boost. And also look at doing something like installing or having a bank install an ATM machine in the front window if it is in a great location for an ATM. They can pay you rent for that ATM space and certainly that can boost your income and then your overall value. Another way to increase the value is to have a win-win situation with a tenant whereby you make an improvement that helps him and his business but also increases the rent. So you're getting an increase in rent and therefore uh, an increase in value down the track. A simple example of that was once I had a tenant that needed air conditioning in a restaurant property and he approached me but couldn't really afford to do it 
and I was able to pay for that air conditioning, put that in, and that cost me a certain amount of money. I think at the time it was about $10,000, and I was able to negotiate with him and increase his monthly rent, which covered the cost of the air conditioning plus a little bit, and he was very happy because his business was running better. I was happy because the rent income of the property was an overall increase, which therefore at the next valuation increased the value of the property. Another win-win situation could be fixing up the facade of the property and talking to the tenant about their signage and perhaps making a contribution to that and then also asking them for a slight rent increase that would help to promote their business but also give you an overall higher cash flow for the property and therefore once again a higher value for the property. Another way to increase value could be considering a change of use for the property. Even if you've got an existing tenant, it might be something that you could think about for a tenancy change down the track and get a planner involved and just look at what other uses could be available or or applicable to that property. It might be, for example, if you had an industrial building, changing that to perhaps a cafe if the location in that industrial estate warranted that sort of use and you may be able to get a much higher rent for a, a cafe sort of restaurant setup, something like that, or a cafe food outlet setup than you were as an industrial shed building. Another way is signage on a property. Sometimes if a property is really, really well located, you can, have, you can approach a signage or advertising company and rent out space on the rooftop or awning above, as long as it doesn't affect your existing tenant, to advertise on that property and therefore get a small amount of extra rent. Same goes for phone towers. If the property is well located or suitable for a phone tower, that can be another style of use that would add a little bit extra rent to that property, therefore increasing the value down the track. Of course, it goes with that saying, always look for ways where you might be able to chop a bit of land off if you do own the whole block of land, which is a great way to go, and it has rear lane access. You may be able to get approval to subdivide that or build more at the back of that property and that can dramatically increase the value of a property. It's a method that I've used over and over again over the last 25 odd years. It can be very, very successful, particularly in the inner city. Quite often your first commercial investment may be a small strata title office or retail outlet and if you become active with the body corporate, you can sometimes get them to make improvements that's going to improve the overall look of the property and therefore when the next rental review comes up, you're able to get a slightly higher than average rental increase which increases the value as well. So just try to keep your eyes open for any opportunity where a property looks tired, how you can tidy that up. And the same goes if you own the property and perhaps is in a suburban street, perhaps band together with the other property owners or talk to the council about improving the streetscape and that can be a great way to improve the value. That was very successfully done in Mackay in the last few years in the uh, main street there where the streetscape has constantly been upgraded because the local property owners have banded together and talked to the council and that has improved the amenity of the area and also improved the property values as well. Of course, I will mention here as well, of course, you want to avoid vacancies in your property. So if you can do any sort of win-win setup with your tenant that keeps them happy and keeps their business chugging along nicely, keeps them in your property, 
that's going to increase the uh, level of cash flow for your property overall by not having any vacancies and therefore increase the value of that investment over the period of its uh, investment life. So that's all for this short podcast on increasing the value of commercial property. It's a very, very big subject and obviously there's many, many ways to uh, look at doing improvements and increasing the, the cash flow and therefore the value. So thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you found some interesting points. It really is a bit of a little primer on increasing the value of commercial property. But if you do keep your eyes open when you're looking at properties initially for any sort of upsides that may be available, you're really going to be able to increase your equity quicker than the average person and certainly provide yourself with a greater safety net for the future of that investment.